Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. The most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring me, Dags. Today we have a powerful show. I'm so excited. And we're going to be talking Funko Pops. So I brought in the most powerful co host I could think of, the devious DZ. Hey, glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me back. Yes. Where have you been? What are you doing? <laughs> been hibernating, man. Just, uh, you know, laying low and making sure the coast is clear if I come out and make an appearance. Yeah, where are you at now? You're in Minnesota, right? Yeah, I'm in Minnesota, not far from the Mall of America. So, you know, I'm in, in the hood, as I would say. <laughs> That's awesome. And now, isn't it true, DZ, you just enjoyed a powerful breakfast? The breakfast was fantastic, but the bacon was sketchy. <laughs> tell us, what is sketchy bacon? <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about it. So, um, I'm a creature of habit. Everything that I buy for breakfast or for anything, I stick with what I usually have and what I know. But my lady's always saying, how about we try this? Let's try that. So they bought me some bacon that's uh, from the Hormel brand, but it's like a, their lesser to not known uh, brand of bacon. It just cooked up really weird, uh, tasted a little sketchy, and uh, just made for a sketchy side piece of my French toast. <laughs> we're sorry for your loss. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, we're mourning right now. We're mourning. Yes, we're, we're in mourning. <laughs> you know what Hormel's most powerful product is? What's that? Spam. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. I can see that. From the great yeah, state I, of Minnesota, spam. Yeah, I can see that. I've been a yes. lot of places, and um, I've seen it on the menu in Hawaii at, like, Burger King. It's really, it, it's out there. The Hawaiians love spam. <laughs> they do. This is true. I think they eat per capita. They eat the most. Yeah, well, I, I don't contribute to that at all, so that's, <laughs> that's just fine. <laughs> now, let's get into it, DZ. I want to talk Funko. I want to talk Funko Pops collecting, like how a beginner would get into it. So Funko Pops, they started way back in 1998 by dude mm-hmm. Mike Becker. Yeah, well, he had started the company with uh, uh, Claudia, which I'm assuming is his wife or, uh, at, the t- at the time. And uh, he, had st- he had a smaller company, and he had started, it was called Wacky Wobblers. And uh, his first uh, Funko that he had was a big boy Funko. It was like 480 pieces, and uh, it just blew up from there. And I would imagine if you're holding on to one of those first ones, you were going to be rolling in the dough. Can you imagine? So some of the first characters, if I remember right, were like the Grinch. Mm. They had like the Cheerios mascot, Honey Bee. Mm. What are those going for? Have you ever seen the pricing on those? No, um, I mean, I'm not saying they're not too expensive or anything like that, but they're, the, more, the top ones are usually, um, a lot of ones are just like Freddy Funko versions of uh, certain Funko Pops, like maybe Freddy Funko as like Game of Thrones character or something like that. Um, those ones usually uh, rake in like the highest dollar amounts. Now, explain to us, because I don't know, what is a Freddy Funko version? You know, so I got I got to def- definitely dive back into it to see exactly what the craze is about the Freddy Funko character itself. But it's it's their mascot, and um, they take that character and they put him in place of another one. So they'll have, like, a, you know, Jamie from Game of Thrones, but instead of his face, they'll have Freddy Funko on there, but it'll be the same makeup as the character. And those seem to be um, 
highly sought after. Like they have a, quite a few of them that um, are over five, six thousand dollars. Whoa. Yeah. Like they have a Freddy Funko as Count Chocula as glow in the dark and it's a chase variant. And so that one is around 10,000. Now explain to us what is a chase variant? So a chase variant is, um, it's the same Funko as the other one, but it's like a subtle difference, whether it's, uh, like a clear one, or let's say if he has a tie in one and the chase version will have like a, a bow tie instead of a regular tie, or instead of having a basketball in his hand, maybe he'll have like a football. It's just, it's a little difference in the character, but it becomes a chase and they're, there are uh, limited quantities, and so they're they're highly sought after. Um, so people use chase those in the in the standard pop. Is that where they get the name Chase because people chase them? <laughs> that, that's what I'm thinking, and that's what I'm going with. So yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah. Who knows? So with the Chase variants, it's labeled on the box. Yeah. So a lot of Funko Pops have different stickers, whether it's a Comic Con or like a limited edition this or a Chase or whatever it is. But the the Chase is actually a sticker on the box. So like they'll have a limited edition Glow Chase sticker or just say chased you know so there's different types of chases but all chases are just a, a variation of the regular pop now i gotta wonder about counterfeit because i gotta yeah. think that'd be easy to just to put a sticker on there is it or how do they fight yeah so it, it's kind of hard you really have to really dive into um what these funko pops are and what makes them uh, chases and what's uh you know because what happens is like so people take a funko uh, pop and they'll create like a, a counterfeit and that counterfeit can be hard to spot for those that do collect and those don't collect. Uh, so the, usually on the box, there's a picture of the, the character on the bottom left. And there's little things like the, the border around that character's uh, face or whatever will be thicker or, or skinnier, or like the numbers will be off. On the bottom of the box, there's ways to tell. There's um, certain things that are on the bottom, like uh, you have to look for, you know, Funko or like a number on there or where it's from, how it's displayed on there. There's a lot of different ways you can spot a fake one. Even in the color of the actual Funko Pop itself could be maybe like a faded red or like a brighter red. And, and those would be uh, telltale signs that it's a counterfeit as well. There's um, a Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. It's called, um, it's from Planet Aurelia. And that one's a pretty uh, highly counterfeited Funko Pop and because it, it's valued at like four or $5,000. And so um, you look at that one, you'll see a lot of times that the color, like it's, it's, he's red and that one's always off. And so, you know, that or like the Scream character uh, from Scream, the um, Ghostface, that's another one that's highly counterfeited. And it's because uh, they're, they're, they're expensive pops. So people are trying to pass yeah. them off. Have you ever come across or anyone in your uh, group or friends come across counterfeits or did you just hear about them online? Um, so I, I, I look, when I started collecting Funko Pops, I wanted to make sure I was getting, you know, scammed because I was ordering a lot from uh, various places. And I just took a second. Hey, I need to make sure I'm like, it, you know, getting duped. So I looked on YouTube, uh, a couple pages that, that show you how to spot the fakes. So I haven't came across one that I know of in my collection yet or in, in none of my friends, but um, they're out there and eventually I'm going to get one. Now I got, I got to guess that they're going to counterfeit the most expensive ones. So they're not going to, so a common variant, they're not going to go after, correct? Yeah. I mean, anybody can counterfeit anything, but uh, typically they're probably going to the, the, the highly sought after ones. Um, that's where you make your money at. So when I'm usually buying any type of pop that's, you know, that's under $50 or anything like that, I don't really worry too much about it. Cause I don't think people are going to spend that much time and effort into creating a fake $30 Funko pop. But um, so, yeah, when you get to start climbing up to hundreds of dollars for a Funko Pop, you definitely want to double check to make sure you're getting the right one. So going back to you starting your collection, what was the first pop you bought? All right. So how I got into starting my collection of Funko Pop, I actually um, a couple of friends of mine collect Funko Pops and they were um, I looked online 
to get them one, kind of like as a, you know, like, hey, man, check this out. I found one for you. And it was a um, Dragon Ball Z Goku Black. And I ordered it. It got to my house. And I looked at it. And I couldn't let that little thing go. That little guy made me so happy. So, <laughs> so it was love at first sight. It was love. It was love, lust, all that at first wow. sight. So, yeah. So I seen it. And I said, you know, I, I can't let this go because I love Dragon Ball Z. And I thought it was really cool. So that was my very first pop. And then a month later, I had over 200 Funko Pops. Oh, my goodness. It, it's ridiculous. How many versions of that are there? Are there chase variants of that? Is there flocked versions? Mm-hmm. and? Um, so not of that one um, that I've ever seen. Like that one was just a standard pop. And that's all they had was the, the Goku Black. But they do make uh, different versions of the same Funko Pops. They have like the same Funko Pop could be Glow in the Dark, Special Edition. It could be Chase, Flocked. Um, there's many different variations of, of some Funko Pops um, that you can, you can check out. The Flock ones, they have scented Funko Pops. They have, they have quite a few things. Wow. Mm-hmm. So if you get one of the counterfeit ones, you may be flocked, right? Oh, you'd be flocked out, right? <laughs> you'd be flocking flocked. So they have the flocked. They have uh, the metallic paint, right? Yep, there's metallic, which you know, the actual Funko Pop is actually heavier as well. So there's flocked, there's metallic, there's glow in the dark, there's chase variants, there's uh, there's so many different ones. And, and in the same Funko Pop, they can have like 8-bit, which looks like uh, you know, 8-bit character. Uh, so they have those as well. Um, I mean, there's just the the possibilities are endless. Some have glitter on them, right? Yeah, they call those like diamond. They're oh, like okay, diamond, diamond Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. So going back to your collection, the first one, Goku Black. Yeah, Goku Black. Mm-hmm. Then what was the second one? That's where it gets all hazy. I, I can't be sure about that. <laughs> That's where the hundreds come in. <laughs> yeah, they all came in at once. No, it's um, I really start. I started uh, with a lot of the, the the Dragon Ball Z characters, and then just like some Amazon exclusives. And then um, after that, just start because my my beginning of my collection was just random, just grabbing. Oh, I like that. I like this. I like that. But then once I started getting a, a large number rolling in, I said I have to refine, you know, my collection and start actually going after the ones that that are worth something and that uh, will look cool in my collection. And so that's how you start weeding out all the 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 buys of just like here's a twelve dollar Funko Pop. I'll just put that in my collection. And you start going after the ones that are gonna you know represent some value. So your first, the first ones you purchased, you said 200, correct? Uh, it was about 170 or so, or almost 200. And then that's when I really started saying I got to really, you know, hone in what I want to buy versus just collecting whatever. Where did you buy them from? Amazon? So I have so many different sites I buy from. Um, here's some, some name drops. Uh, seven bucks a pop. Uh, I buy from Chow's Collectibles, Amazon, eBay, Macari. There's just so many different sites you can buy from the actual Funko website. There's so many out there. It's really about what the best deal is for me, and that's where I get them from. There's a, there's a website called Big Bad Toy Store, BBTS. Um, I like buying from there because you can get Funkos at collector's grade, which means they come shrink-wrapped in plastic. So you're supposed to get like the best quality Funko Pop they have in the store, and then it comes shrink-wrapped, so it's collector grade. And you don't see a lot of those online like on eBay or Mercari, anything like that. It's almost like no one knows about it, but I, I buy a lot of those. They're like extra three or four hours of Funko Pop. But then, of course, the ones you buy end up being worth anything. Those will be worth way more because, you know, they're, they're already wrapped up. Do you lose value if you remove the shrink wrap from those? Well, from those, you don't necessarily lose value in a sense where the Funko Pop itself is will still be worth money. It's just that you have a one-up on everybody else because it comes wrapped in that plastic and, and sealed for the manufacturer saying, hey, this is collector grade. Is it labeled as such? 
uh, yes, it's like it's got like a sticker on the bottom of it, it's shrink wrap, so you know for sure that that came from somewhere and it's it's legit. So I would I would never remove those from that plastic since I'm a, since being a collector. Nor would I take a Funko Pop out of the actual box and display it because when you open a box, a lot of times if you're not extremely careful, you leave a little bit of a dent in the, in the opening flap, and they can tell the box has been opened. Now there's been a trend in figure collecting, action figures, figurines, mm-hmm. where the entire box is all cardboard. There's no plastic window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those uh, I haven't seen like any Funkos like that for sure. But like a lot of like uh, like Ninja Turtles and things like that. They Cobra Kai have been coming out with them. They come in those boxes with no windows. Yes. Yeah, those uh, like say at the same time with those, when you order those. I'm sure they come, you know, with like a little some type of t- twist tie or something to to keep the figure attached to the box. But uh, I haven't gotten to those yet. I do have actually, I do have a couple of Dragon Ball Z ones that are like that, but they're inside of a box where you can't see an actual character. It's just completely wrapped in a box. So, what are your thoughts on that? Would you rather have the clear window or just in the box, or does it matter? Depending on what you're collecting, I definitely would uh, prefer a window because it keeps the actual toy itself from being, you know, from weathering because uh, you you have the opening desk gets to it, you know, everything can get on it. But um, I like these because you know they're they're relatively small. They got a window. They keep the the toy itself looking good. Yeah, I, I prefer the window with the box. You started out. You said you literally bought them on all platforms. Mm-hmm. So is there an advantage? Is it you just go for the price, or I guess I'm confused. Why wouldn't you just buy them all on one? Like just buy them all on eBay, for example. Yeah. So what happens is like so on eBay, Macari, Amazon all those like secondhand sites that you buy Funkos from, you got to be careful because a lot of them don't come as represented in their pictures. And also on top of that, anybody that's selling them on eBay and, and, and those other sites like that, usually they're trying to turn a profit. So the same pop I might be able to get from seven bucks a pop or, or child's collectibles or someone like that, which actually is a secondhand store as well. They're selling them near retail versus eBay where they're trying to make a profit immediately. So um, sometimes you can find, and then on top of that, they may not be available. So like if you go on Funko.com tomorrow and there's like a, there's a new Funko drop and that goes on and sells out in seconds. Now you can't get that at first hand on that site. You have to go find it on secondhand site. So you have to, you have to kind of like bounce around and find what's best for you uh, financially to, to find a lot of the pops that may not be available on one site or they may be that site's exclusive. So that's why you have to jump around from site to site. Have you ever been burned? I've been burned a couple times, yes. Uh, um, and a couple of the burns weren't, um, they weren't uh, malicious intent, but they just, you know, I ordered a Chucky Funko Pop because I was going to this convention to get it autographed. The Funko Pop showed up like it was handled by the Hulk. It was just all, <laughs> <laughs> it was all smashed up and crumpled. I mean, it looked really bad. And so I sent it back. The guy's really good about it. So that was nice. But then I've also received pops that I, so here's a little tip for anybody that likes to order their Funko Pops. Order two or three if you can. Because if you order just one and it comes damaged and then they sell out, now you're screwed. So I usually order two or three of the same pop to make sure I get a good one. And then either I return the others or I'll sell them to a friend. Have you done anything else with like a live auction? Have you ever been on Instagram when they went live? No, I mean, I've never bought anything from like a live auction like that. I've seen a couple of their their streams when they go live from like the Funko headquarters or this or some type of Comic-Con or things like that. But I've never uh, been on there uh, bidding on, you know, any Funkos. Because usually, I mean, if it gets to a bidding war, you're definitely going to pay more than um, than retail. And a lot of times you're going to pay more than you should pay because people are going to be, you know, throwing premium dollars out there. Have you ever sold any of your pops? I have. I've sold a couple of them. I, I, right now, I'm still in the collecting phase where I'm, I'm doing it for me and not to make money. 
And so um, I sold a couple to free up room for others and some trading to to acquire other Funko Pops, but I'm not haven't listed a bunch yet to to turn a profit. I did recently sell um, a set of um, these comic style Ninja Turtle Funko Pops. I sold as as Casey Jones, Shredder, and all four Ninja Turtles. I sold those to some guy over in France, but um, that's about it. What do you mean by comic style? So they have um they they're kind of like in black and white. So like they're from the newspaper. So they call those the comic comic oh, style turtles. Yeah, that sounds cool. It is pretty pretty cool. So yeah, so like those, I had I had two sets of those. I had a, I ordered one set when they first came out because I was afraid they're gonna sell out, and then I ordered a second set from that big bad toy store, which is collector's grade wrapped in plastic. And then when those came, I said I'm gonna keep these and get rid of the other ones. So how many do you have in your collection right now? I have to look it up. I think I have about um, almost 400, maybe a little more. Okay, close to. How do you have them? Uh, are they all on display or do you have some in storage? So they're all in display right now. I have a couple of um, uh, bookshelves that, that go like three deep, four tall, and there's like four columns. And uh, I got them all displayed in there. And then I have a lot like laying on the floor and because I have no room for them now. So I have to condense my collection and, and, or get another shelf or move them into my bedroom, you know, the bathroom, wherever, wherever they'll fit. Have you noticed since you started collecting that you've gravitated towards a certain type or a certain, like, let's say, uh, anime characters, comic book characters, sports figures? Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of, I have, the bulk of my collection is more like comic oriented. I mean, because like, I'm an 80s baby, so I love like Ninja Turtles and like uh, Voltron and Transformers and Dragon Ball Z and all these things. So a lot of my, my collection is, is around that and, and Marvel as well, of course. So, but of any single type of Funko Pop, the most I have of something is Dragon Ball Z. I have like 50 Dragon Ball Z characters. Wow. Yeah. Sounds pretty epic. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd like to talk about how would a beginner get into it? Because I just want people to learn, maybe you're, you're not that you made mistakes, but things you've learned as, you know, as the journey of collecting Funko Pops, what would your, uh, starting thing what would you do boom like if someone came up to you and said i want to start collecting but i don't know what's going on what i like i don't want to get burned what 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 advice would you give a beginner collector so i, I definitely have uh, made some mistakes um for anybody that's starting out in funko pops i definitely would say initially go for what you like and what you're interested in because there's no guarantee that anything you buy is gonna be worth anything ever so if you buy if you buy expecting to make money then it's going to be a long road. So you have to either buy really expensive pops or you have to hope and pray. So what I would say is start collecting things that you like and let your collection evolve from there. And, and what they call like grails, start maybe searching for grails here and there so that you can add those to your collection. Grails are typically like the really highly sought after and really, really hard to find um, Funko Pops, but they can be pretty spendy. So yeah, I would just say start start with you like, and then from there you'll, you'll find like, so if you start with scooby-doo characters <laughs> and uh that's what you really like then eventually you go from the, the, the base the standard pops and you say okay i like this scooby the standard let me see if i can find me a chase variant or like a, a glow in the dark uh a flocked or something like that and then you start growing from there so definitely start with what you like because otherwise it's not going to be as fun does funko pop do you get any sense that they concentrate on one group like they like anime better they like marvel better or do you think it's all straight across the board the same it's it's pretty uh, in my experience been pretty straight across the board. They they usually go with what's hot right now. So anytime like a movie comes out, a new anime or something that drops, they usually just jump on that and go with it. So if the new Thor's coming out, you, before it comes out, you see like thirty five different Thor Love and Thunder 
uh, Funko Pop being released, glow in the dark, chase this, that, this. And um, so they usually just, you know, ride the train or whatever's going on and release pops that way. But they also kind of do their own thing because like there's no there's no Freddy Funko like movie out there like that. So usually they'll um, drop a couple of those every now and again. And um, they have like all these NBA basketball ones they release, all these mascot ones they release. So they, they do everything, everything. Black Adam's coming out today and they released the Black Adam Funko Pop, the new one with the rock in it, you know, like a week ago. Did you already pick it up? I did, I did not. Why not? I have I because though that's a standard pop and I don't see it um being worth anything right now. Shut up, bitch. And so I wait till they release like maybe like a, a chase variant or like a glow in the dark or something like that that'd be a little more a little harder to get in limited quantities. But for right now, like anytime they release a standard pop, I kind of stay away from it because typically those aren't really um worth anything. Off the top of your head, can you think of a standard pop that came out and is actually worth a lot? Yeah, like that ghost face. If you had that ghost face, because right now it's a, just a regular ghost face Funko Pop, you know, a couple hundred dollars, three, four, five hundred dollars. They could be pretty expensive. Yeah, like I said, so like the Funko Pops like that, I mean, they're older. So if you, those Funko Pops probably came out like early 2000 and um, people have been holding on to them. That's why they're, they've climbed in value so much. But like when it, you know, that's the thing, you don't know what's going to be worth what. So typically I kind of I bounce around, I grab a little bit here, a little bit from there, and you just sit on it and hope they go up in value. But at the same time, it's still possible that I like having my collection. So Comic-Con and conventions are really popular, you know, like the San Diego Comic-Con. What do you, what do you know about that convention exclusives? Yeah, so what happens is they come out with these, these Comic-Cons come out, and they, they have exclusive Funko Pops that have been released for and at those Comic-Cons. So they come out and they'll say like a 2022 San Diego Comic-Con limited edition, and that sticker will be on that Funko Pop. So you can supposedly only get those at the Comic-Con. So once the comic comes out, they release the Funko Pop, people buy them, then they're done. and then um, a lot of times later on, like the secondhand sites like Big Bad Toy Store, Child's Collectibles, all these, they'll, they'll acquire some of those pops and they'll resell them as well. But um, initially, if you can get one at the Comic-Con, that's, what you want, that, that's where you want to get it at. Do you have any? I do. I do. I grabbed a couple. Um, I, did, I, haven't been, I didn't go to any Comic-Cons to get them, but I bought mine from uh, the secondhand shops. Now, how do signatures factor in on Funko Pops? Oh, man, that's, that's, that's where it's at. So what happens is the grading companies actually are starting to grade Funko Pops as well. So you get Funko Pops slabbed. And, uh, and graded and, and, and certified with the, with the autograph as well. You take a, a standard pop, like a Moon Knight uh, Funko Pop that costs you $15, and you go get an autograph by the, the guy that played uh, Moon Knight, and that pop can easily jump up to $100, $150, dollars depending wow. on the, the, the stardom of the celebrity. So if you got uh, the Black Adam signed by The Rock, of course, that'd be more valuable than, than getting the Moon Knight one signed by that guy. So um, I do have a couple, I have quite a few autographed Funko Pops in my collection as well. and um, and like they, they, those you hold on to, they jump in value as well. What are some of the hot ones that you, you like that you have signed that you enjoy that are part of your collection that. Man, all, all the ones I have signed are hot for me. I have, um, I have all four Ninja Turtles, including uh, master splinter autographed by um, the original voice actors of those characters. I have um, Newman, the suit Nazi, and I have George Costanza Funko Pops autographed. I have, uh, Gizmo, the, the, the creative uh, gremlins of a Gizmo autograph by him. I just recently went to a little convention and I got uh, Michael Myers, uh, Funko Pop signed by the guy that played the stuntman in the original movie and by wow. the girl. Yeah, and by the little girl he's trying to, he's chasing the movie. They both signed the same pop for me. And then I got uh, uh, Leatherface signed by the guy that played Leatherface. I mean, I got, I got so many. Um, 
and those, those for me, I mean, it's cool for me because if I don't sell those, I get to hold on to those and say, Hey, this guy that did this movie that played this character autographed this Funko pop for me. <laughs> yeah. Those are some amazing signatures. Yeah. I also have another Michael Myers one that was autographed by the original, the OG Michael Myers that played the Michael Myers without the mask. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. For you, what is a holy grail of a signed pop? Well, I mean, for those for sure. I mean, for me, from a cool factor being that I was there and I got to witness it and the guy signed it for me. But um, in my collection right now, I'd have to say um, I have two Dragon Ball Z uh, characters. I have Goku and Vegeta. Uh, one's a... Uh, Super Saiyan God, the other one's Ultra Instinct, and they're autographed by the voice actor of the show, and also, well, the not not the not the the, the American version, and then also they're um, slabbed in a graded box. That's pretty cool. Is there any that you haven't got that you want to get? Yeah, I mean, like if I can get every single Funko Pop I have in my collection autographed, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> gotta hit the lottery first. But no, I, actually, I, yeah, there's um they're doing this. Wes Craven's actually doing a, a thing where you can send in your memorabilia to him and he'll autograph it and they'll verify really? it. Send you a card. Yeah. Saying that he did it and send it back to you. So I want to send uh, my Freddy syringe fingers, uh, Funko Pop into him and get it autographed. What a rush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so awesome. that, that would be, that'd be, yeah, that'd be awesome. Super cool. Well, that's great. Yeah. Cause I, I wanted to talk to you because Funko Pops is something that people love. So I really appreciate you coming on and telling the, the peeps, the people about Funko Pops. Absolutely. No, I, you know, I love Funko Pops and, and, and so far it's been, a, it's been quite the journey. Actually, I almost forgot. I do have a, uh, from Jason Voorhees, I have an 8-bit Jason Voorhees signed by the guy that played Jason 2. Wow. You got Jason and Jason 2, excuse me. Oh, brother, the collection's growing, man. Yeah, so I got, I got to think even in like Funko Pops, you know, like you said, collect what you like. There's got to be some cool genres, you know, like people that are into the horror pops and people are in the comic book pops, and then they totally geek out on that. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, they they have so many different um, some genres you can you can dive into, and and on top of that, like size wise, like so think about your collection as well. You have to be careful of um, how you collect because they have four inch pops, six inch pops, ten inch pops, which are gigantic. And they have this other one that's like some feet tall. Um, they have like these uh, album cover pops, which are a different uh, size and, and shape. And um, so they have like so many different things you can get into. I mean, whether uh, it's all about how much room you have to allot to your collection. Are you just sticking to the standard pops right now? Uh, that that's my my go to when I buy. I do have some some larger ones in my collection. I was like six ten inch pops and some six inch pops. But um, I stick to the four inch pops. Those are those are easier to to shelf. Uh, the bigger ones use it harder to get them in good shape when they when they ship because how big they are. You know, yeah, I think about how big that plastic is on the front. That's real flimsy. So. Um, I try I to stay away from it. If I don't see it in person, then I stay away from it. Now, isn't it true the soda pops are dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, here's the thing. Like, I, I, I haven't bought one yet, and I don't think I ever will. But there are a couple of those that are worth, you know, $1,500, $2,000 wow. more. Yeah, but um, I, don't, I don't like those. I wanted to talk Funko Pops. Right away when I think of Funko Pops, I think it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> funny enough my name is fred so freddy funko freddy you know, yes perfect. <laughs> absolutely yes awesome so i right, guys i really hope you uh enjoy this episode about funko pops i just ask you one thing please tell a friend about our podcast and uh check us out on social media on twitter at amazing pop pod i'm on there 24 7 tweeting and make sure you check out our youtube page it's awesome and we're also on Instagram, Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. So until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. 
Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture merch. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production.